B-O-B Bob, two B's, just one O. It's the Bumpkin Bob Show, Bob, Bob, good old Bumpkin Bob. Crank it up and here we go. It's the Bumpkin Bob Show, and you won't see him dressed up in a suit and tie. The fact is he's rough as a cob, but if you want somebody to tell it like it is, He's the man for the job, we're talking Bob, Bob, B-O-B, Bob, two B's, just one O, it's the Bumpkin Bob Show, Bob, Bob, good old Bumpkin Bob, crank it up and here we go, it's the Bumpkin Bob Show, from Siloam Springs, Arkansas, it's the Bumpkin Bob Show. Hey, y'all, this is Bumpkin Bob coming to you from the Bumpkin Media Studios here in beautiful Siloam Springs, Arkansas, just like we do every weekend. Oh, my God, I have got a rant in a fucking half today. <sighs> I don't even know where to start. And this is probably going to wander a little bit, but it's all tied into the same shit. And I'm sure once I get going, it'll become clear and you'll realize what I'm talking about. And, and really and truly what we're talking about today in my rant is the de-escalation, if that's the way you want to say it, of the electrical trade. We're going to go into why some of this is taking place, what the maybe the what I feel like is driving this. But it all comes down to we're getting to the point in, in commercial electrical trade. I'm, I'm not sure if I'm saying this right, so just bear with me. But it's getting to the point that we're wiring commercial buildings like fucking houses. And, and honestly, you know, I, I've had to fight for the last few years to even be able to run piped, and I'm talking about, when I say piped, I'm talking about conduit, run piped home runs and hit like the first box in each circuit and then loop the circuits or the receptacles in MC cable because, and here's where we're getting into the trade getting kind of, what do you call that? My brain just went blank, but it's kind of getting washed out is just we're not doing we're not developing skilled electricians anymore as far as running conduit and and it's coming down to owners wanting things yesterday general contractors wanting it as cheap as possible and we're getting to the point and Y'all, there's going to be some people out there that are going to say, no, Bob, they don't really do that. And it's like, yeah, it is getting to the point that I've actually seen buildings that are wired exactly like a house. You've got a panel. You've got a service coming in. You've got this panel there. And say, let's just say for argument's sake, it's a 42-circuit panel. They'll run 42 pieces of Romex, or not Romex, but MC cable, which is metal-clad cable. They'll run 42 of them out of there, for each one for each circuit. 
They'll run it straight out of the panel to the first receptacle and then loop them after that. Well, folks, that's basically the way a house gets wired. And, you know, except you're using what's called Romex NM cable, which is non-metallic sheath cable. And that's 20 years ago, you just didn't see it like it is today in commercial buildings. And they're letting these guys get away with it. Me, I'm not a fan of Romex or MC cable. I keep calling it Romex. Uh, had a, a, a late boss who has passed away since then used to call it commercial barn wire because it's just, there's no skill in running it. And, and there's no adding to it. You can't pull extra circuits in it. It is what it is. And, and as we're going through this podcast today, I'm going to talk about some other things electrically in commercial buildings that bother me today also. But, you know, they, they got away from it and arguably it was electricians' own fault. But you used to have electricians that would run three-quarter home runs and, and they would just pack them full of circuits and neutrals and grounds and you couldn't get nothing else through it. They really were overloading the conduit in some aspects. And we got to the point that, you know, me personally, the way I like to do it, I like to run a three-quarter conduit and put a maximum of six circuits in it. And that's only if I'm sharing the neutrals. And that's a whole different story. You guys are electricians will know what I'm talking about. And, and here's the deal. The wiring it the way a house is wired. I have no problem wiring a house that way. You're talking about a 200 amp. Usually, sometimes they're more than that, but very seldom. But a 200 amp, 120, 240 single face panel, that's the industry standard. You're going through wood framing. Again, that's the industry standard. You're using plastic boxes, and I'm fine with that. But when you get into a commercial building, and you're talking about a 400 amp or a 600 amp or a 2,500 amp or a 4,000 amp three-phase service, that should not be wired like a house. I don't care what anybody says. And and here we're going to get into another deal about the way they're framing some commercial buildings. Most commercial buildings are metal studs, and and I, I'm a, a firm believer in the metal studs and red iron steel, and out of your panel, you're going up and grounding the red iron. The studs are all screwed together. You're screwing your boxes to the studs. You're, you're bracing or supporting your conduit off the studs. Everything's tied together. So the whole building becomes an equipment ground, whether you're trying to or not. It just naturally does. But then some of these guys and some architects are framing commercial buildings and restaurants with wood. Here again, these fast food restaurants that are going up that are wood framed, you're just asking for a disaster. I mean, come on, people. You're talking about grease fires and shit. And 
You need to have metal studs and red iron, not wood framing. I'm totally against that. And now architects are getting more into, and I'm seeing this more in commercial buildings, they're getting away from laying ceilings and going to hardly. It's what we refer to as hardly. That's where they're sheetrocking the ceiling, which really sucks, especially when you get in multiple-story buildings. But here's the deal, people, especially owners, because some owners are asking for it. And it's like, that's great in a house because probably you're not going to add anything, especially new homes that are getting built today. You're probably not going to add nothing to that house until 15 years down the road when you're going to remodel anyway and they can cut sheetrock out of the way. But offices whether it's a doctor's office or a lawyer's office or a business of some type office, they're almost like a living org, 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 or organism. I'm about to say the wrong word. They're, they're a living, breathing thing. They're constantly changing. You're, the power demands for offices and different people change and their data drops change. And if you're especially a multi-story building and you've got a hard lid, you're just screwed. You're not going to be able to add power except at a very expensive cost. You're not going to be able to add data drops. And it just makes no sense to me when office buildings have hard lids. Uh, While we're on architects doing that, we should talk about Electrical engineers, and and this adds to the problem of the trade going down as far as skills go and what we're doing. Engineers spec stuff for jobs, but they don't go out and check. And and here's a prime example. They'll they'll spec heavy-duty disconnects, which means they're 600-volt rated disconnects for everything. Well, you'll have these fly-by-night electrical guys that'll come in and bid a job, and then they'll go buy just standard duty, light duty, whatever you want to call them, disconnects. They're rated for 250 volts, like a 30-amp, 250-volt disconnect. And they'll say, well, it's just, you know, 122083 phase. What difference does it make? Well, the difference is the architect spec the heavy-duty 600-volt rated disconnect. So that means... You know, I priced $120 disconnects like the spec says. You priced $20 disconnects that you bought down here at the local home center, and that's how you're getting these jobs. And they're giving jobs, commercial jobs, to guys that are used to doing houses and running Romex. So what do they do? They don't know how to run conduit because they don't have skills. They're not commercial electricians, so they come in and they wire it like a fucking house. and the whole thing in a nutshell is is our, our trades, the skill in the trades, and it's not just the electrical trades. It's all of them. They're going down. The skill level is going to pot. It just, and it bugs the living shit. I don't know if y'all can tell. It bugs the living shit out of me. Pisses me off to no end. And it's like we need to get back to commercial buildings being popped in with conduit and 
properly done so that things can be added later. It's like, you know, if you're running three-quarter or one-inch home runs around the building and you're not overfilling the conduit, and then the customer comes back in a couple years and they need a couple other circuits over here or a couple other circuits over there, it's easy to add those circuits, to pull them in that conduit, get them down there where they need them to be. And that just bugs the shit out of me when these guys are coming in and Romexing. And I'll tell you the truth. Ten years ago when it started, some of the guys that were doing it were even embarrassed about it. And they would go to great lengths to hide that that MC cable so that nobody could tell that's what they were doing. Now they don't give a shit. And that goes to something else. To you general contractors and architects and engineers who are who are looking at the uh, paperwork, the sales brochures and things from the MC cable distributors, you're seeing all this beautiful MC cable work and everything. Even though it's not conduit, it's still run plumb, it's run level, it's run parallel and perpendicular to the building lines like you would conduit. And it's like you're seeing that and going, well, that's all right, that looks nice work. That's what you're seeing in the brochures, but that's not what you're getting. You go into these buildings that you've let guys MC cable like they're running Romex, and that shit's like spaghetti in the ceiling. It's just going fucking everywhere. Looks like hammered shit. You know, the old electricians took pride. They'd come up out of their panel with their home runs, and they would label circuits on their home runs, and on their four square and four and eleven boxes and junction boxes, and they write it on the conduit, and you could trace that stuff out. You knew what you were dealing with. These new guys are just MC cabling the fuck out of it, and it looks like hammer shit. And honestly, y'all need to get away from that. And again, I go back to, you know, I got no problem. Wiring a house like that when you're talking about a 200 amp, 122, 40 single phase service. But it's like we're coming in here with 2000 amp, 277, 480 service. We're feeding lighting with 277 volts. Then we're stepping that down. We're using a, a dry transformer and stepping 277, 480 down to 12208 for our power stuff, for our receptacles and then run an MC cable all over the fucking place. And it's just wrong. It's it's just a hazard. And here again, we're doing a, a remodel over in Bentonville. And, you know, the inspector wanted to know how you ground in the boxes. Well, we're going to put the little green pigtail in there to tie it to our equipment grounding system because... Unlike a normal commercial building where everything is metal, everything's touching, everything's screwed together, you know, it's like you've created this ultimate equipment grounding system to facilitate your breakers working, your overcurrent protection, whether it's fuses or breakers, you know, and you can't beat it. But then these idiots come in and they want to, put wood framing on everything, and it just screws up that whole fucking system. Who 
Man, that was a lot to get off my chest. Anyway, hey, y'all, make sure you catch our sister podcast, JRD Podcast, and also follow us on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook and join the Bumpkin Bob Army. Y'all, I bitched so much this afternoon. 15 minutes and I'm losing my voice, if you can believe that. Make sure you follow us on all those. And for all of us here at Bumpkin Media, this is Bumpkin Bob, and I'm out. Hey, y'all, it's Bumpkin Bob here. If you enjoy this podcast, you'll enjoy our monthly episode even more. Uploaded first on BumpkinBob.com. For all the Bumpkin content, follow us anywhere you can. YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And don't forget to leave us a review. Five stars are good. One stars are not welcome. And this is Bumpkin Bob, and we're out.